Hello and welcome back. This is part two of growth and development. Growth and elevation. Growth and change. (laughs) Whatever you want to call it. But anywho, um, just to piggyback off of the previous podcast, I just wanted to share there were three temptations that we were discussing in the previous podcast in relation to the changes that you will go through, the experiences that you will have as you go through your life, as you go through any type of promotion, whether it is in business or in relationship, in in your educational life, your growth and development and learning and growing to another level in school or in training, any area of your life, even in spirituality, you're going to have challenges, you're going to have offenses, you are going to have something that tries to stand in the way of you reaching the next level of elevation. And We had previously spoke about the temptation, the bribery, the luring, the seduction of the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh, meaning that there are temptations that we have physically. And those temptations usually fall in the areas of sex, the areas of drinking, the areas of doing drugs, the areas of overeating, or whatever we can do to please our physical body. Because our bodies, they love to do things that it shouldn't do. (laughs) Unfortunately, we were created that way when man fell. And we are still dealing with those same type of temptations. So I want you guys to be encouraged instead of discouraged about the the levels and challenges on each level. Whenever you are dealing with temptation, just know what the temptations are so that you can better assess what you need to prepare for coming up when you see that things begin to fall off or It feels like something's just not right in your life. Something is just not right in business. Okay? So we want to make sure that number one, we understand the temptation of our flush. Our flush easily is tempted. And this is the lowest level of temptation. I would say. Now maybe God would say otherwise. But in my opinion... That is like the lowest level of temptation is the lust of the flesh. However, there are two other categories that I did not speak on in the previous podcast. So the second level of temptation is the level of greed. And when we talk about the level of greed, this is where we tend to long for something that is so extravagant and far out reach of what we can actually work for. 
something that we would desire that we have no intentions of working for, (laughs) something that we feel like, you know, that we should have just because we like it, just because we love it. And it comes from a place of having no intention of trying to make any efforts towards receiving it. So the level of greed is called the lust of the eye. When we long for things that we do not have the ability or any intention, desire, will to work hard for, or not even work hard, but just to work for, period. This can be in the same areas of our business where we would have this vision or I wouldn't even say a vision, just an idea. Maybe we saw someone that has a business or a lifestyle that we desire. And so we long for that desire. We long for that lifestyle. We long for whatever it is that we saw with our eyes, but we have no desire to really learn the steps that it would actually take to get there. And we have no intentions of working towards getting to that level. Now, it's different if you are already working towards that item that you are, you know, it's nothing wrong with vision. Of course, God has given us vision. He's given us the end result. But in many, 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 many cases, I found in business that there were there were areas of where you know there were opportunities for me and other people that I've seen come along in business to grow and to reach certain heights in business and in their life in relationship in their school you know it's kind of like someone who goes to school to get their bachelors, they go to get their masters, then they go to get their doctorates. But it's like the only thing that they're doing is going to school continuously. So as we spoke in the previous uh, podcast, you know, we deal with offenses, but we also deal with temptations in the offense. And one of the things that we should not do is obsess over anything. So anything that's excessive, if God didn't tell you to do it, (laughs) then we need to chill out. We need to fall back because anything that's excessive is in a level of the lust of the eye. The lust of the eye is basically just saying that I long for something and I keep on going for getting something that maybe is not even for me. Maybe I just saw somebody who was leaning against this wall and they had this kind of a lifestyle. Maybe they drove a certain type of car and because they drove the car, I decided that I wanted to go drive the car. You know, I have personally been in these type of scenarios so I can truly speak on them all. (laughs) And I'm sure that as long as I live, they will still reoccur at some point in my life. But I'm grateful to say that I am quickly 
going to ask for forgiveness and really repent of whatever it is that I am being tempted in if I fail the test. So just understand that there will be not just offensive, but there will be things that may not come in the form of an offense, but it will come in the form of temptation. And that temptation can be something that, oh, I wanted this beautiful house. This house is so nice, but I don't really have what it takes for me to get that house. So I go over and beyond to try to force my life of obtaining the item, the house, for example, or maybe I, I don't have the, I don't have the experience or maybe I don't have the same opportunity as somebody else to get to a level of six and seven figures, but I'm going to do whatever it takes No matter who I have to step on, no matter who I have to hurt, y'all, that is not the way that God wants us to conduct our lives or, and especially a business that he has placed in our hands to run, okay? So we got to fall back again. We got to fall back and step and be still, for a moment. We have to sometimes sit and be still. Sometimes we have to lay and be still and know that he is God and he will guide us on what it is, the vision for our life. And what's for us is truly for us. It's not anybody that can take away what God has placed in our life. He He's not going to allow anybody else to steal from us what it is that he's already given us. So our gifts, our skills, and our talents are here for a purpose. We are here to exercise those gifts and to watch out and not be offended. We should already be prepared because the word says that it is impossible for us not to be offended. So we should already be in the position of waiting And understanding that the offense is going to come and that offense will lead you into temptation. But just like the Lord's prayer says, lead us not into temptation. Okay, lead us not into temptation, Lord. So I'm asking that you guys would listen and adhere to the word of the Lord, because truly you're going to have this in a relationship where, oh, the grass is greener on the other side. And it's not. The grass is not greener, y'all. The grass is not greener. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? The grass is not greener on the other side. It's just an illusion to make you feel like that it feels so good over there. And it, it looks so nice. The big house on the hill, the big mansion, the nice car drop that you can drive and all of the connections that you can have and all of the pe- the clientele that you can receive and all of the relationships that, you know, having a, a new baby or a new uh, family member, uh, uh, maybe a new pet, you know, no matter what it is. 
You know, it's that longing where you're out of alignment with the want. Don't be caught up and don't be offended. Don't allow the enemy to step in to tempt you into longing and lusting after something that really does not belong to you. Stay in your lane. And then we have the ultimate. I call the ultimate because for me, this is definitely something that I think in this era of time is very challenging for a lot of people. We have the pride of life. So there are three temptations. The lust of the flesh, which we already talked about in the previous podcast. We have the lust of the eye, which is that longing, that yearning for something that really, I wouldn't say we don't deserve it, but it's not something that we were supposed to even receive because we're not willing to do any work for it. We're not willing to make any sacrifice for it. And then we have the pride of life. So the pride of life is very subtle, is very tricky, and this is one of the number one offenses that I think in this era of time that there is. Because everybody feels like, hey, you can't tell me nothing. I don't receive from you what you're saying because what you're saying ain't necessarily the truth. Well, guys, I'm not saying me specifically, but nobody really wants to be told what to do usually indicates that there is pride there. And when we talk about pride, we're talking about a person who feels like, number one, that they are very self-important, you know, self-important, conceited, arrogant, basically, like I said, Nobody can tell them what to do. Nobody can tell them something that they don't already know. You know, there's no humility. Um, There is no modesty. There is nothing that would allow the person to really receive from another individual. It's like they can figure it out for themselves and they don't ever need any help. See, that's a perspective that I think that a lot of us don't realize is actually pride. And I can speak on this truly because I've been there. I have walked in this shoe very well. As a matter of fact, personally, in my relationship life of growing up to become a woman, a young lady and, you know, getting older, I feel like that's just a part of my whole environment. It it breeds pride. It breeds that I don't need help. It breeds that I am entitled to my own self-importance, my own knowledge, my own way of doing things, and I don't have to humble myself to anyone or anything at all. Well, guys, that is not God's way. The pride of life says that you basically are educated to a degree that you will hold power. But the problem that we don't really understand about this one is we have power without authority, without the proper authority. 
And when we have power without the proper authority, it's just like having someone who rules over a country or has a lot of money and they rule over a lot of people, but they're mistreating them because they don't realize that they're not helping people, they're hurting people because everything is about them. It's not about the people. It's not about anything but the benefit of the individual. It's never about a community of people. It's never about the family. It's never about anyone but that individual, okay? So with the pride of life, we have to be able to recognize how to stay humble because this is the order according to the word. The word says that first, the lowest level is to, to be basically sacrificial. That's the lowest level. And we're looking at how we are supposed to align our lives and whether that be in business or in relationship or in our training and schooling or in our personal health or whatever it is, even in our finances and our spirituality, we need to align ourselves to understand that the lowest level starts with sacrifice. Sacrifice is really, in most cases, disobedience where you are trying to play catch up or you're trying to do something after you've been told what the instructions were, but you didn't follow them. So now you have to make a sacrifice, okay? So the different levels of us aligning our lives in order for us not to be offended is to humble ourselves. First, we need to understand that if somebody give you an instruction, follow it. Okay, if someone gives you an instruction and you know that that person is in the proper alignment and authority with God, then follow the instructions. We don't have to challenge everything. We don't have to be offended by someone trying to help us when it may be the thing that you've been praying about. It may have been the thing that you have been asking help in privately But publicly, when the help comes, you reject it, okay? So that's pride. And we need to first understand that we don't have to be sacrificial. We could just be obedient, which is our next level of alignment. So in order to overcome pride, we would need to make sure that we are being obedient to what? What are we being obedient to? What are we following instructions of? We're following the truth, the instructions of the Word of God. And once we start to follow those instructions, so how do you figure out what the instructions are? Well, we go to the Word because faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the Word of God. So in order for us to know the truth, we have to really learn what the truth actually is. And we've been given a Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to guide us that would never lie to us. So if we sacrifice, we are obedient, then we have to humble ourselves. So this means that we have to go down before we go up. 
And when I say humble, that means you might have to get real low. You might have to get on your knees. You might have to get on the floor, face down, prostrate. You might have to do whatever with the proper authority, the higher power, the divine, the one who is your creator, the manufacturer of your life. You may have to get low so that you can understand that there is someone. There is something that is greater, way greater than you. Because pride comes from a place of arrogance. Pride comes from a place of conceitedness. Pride comes from a place of saying, hey, I don't need nobody else. I am the one who did this. I am the one who did that. And does not honor God in any way. Does not honor anyone <laughs> in any way. Okay? And so that's not the proper way for us to align our lives so that we will not fall into temptation. We have to understand that we have to be humble. We have to be able to receive as well as to be able to give. There's nothing wrong with receiving help. We all would need help at some point in certain areas because none of us are perfect. Okay? There isn't one person on this earth who is perfect in every area. We might be good at our gifts, skills, and talents, but we are not perfect. We might be excellent in our gifts, skills, and talents, but we are not perfect and we don't have all of it. Otherwise, we would be God. Okay? All right. So, we just want to make sure that people, you know, like, like we are thinking on the level of how to not be offended, how to not allow the the trials and the tribulations and different things that are going on in the day-to-day lifestyle to offend us. Do you know how many times we are offended in life? On a daily basis, seven times 70 That's like 490 times. (laughs) So out of a 24-hour period, 490 times you'll be offended by someone or something. So we really need to understand what causes the offense. And it's usually once the offense occurs, we're led into this outer realm. We're coming outside of the boundary of where we are supposed to be. So we're falling out of our, we're falling outside of the boundary. We're falling outside of the realm of where we are safe when we go into offenses. And so that last level of alignment is honor. Now, this is an area which I really struggle with. When I say struggle, oh my goodness, I wasn't really brought up to respect and honor. And I do think that they they are pretty much the same thing. Uh, respect and honor. To honor and respect. That is the highest level that you can achieve. But in order to get to honor, you have to go down first. So you have to be humble. And then you can have honor. Or you have to be, you have to be humble. And then you can give honor. But you cannot receive or give honor. If you're not willing to go down and be humble, 
See the order again is sacrifice, that's the lowest level. Disobedience basically is what that usually entails. Number two would be obedience. Number three would be humility, being humble. And then number four would be honor. So those are our four levels that once we may be offended and we're led into one of the three temptations of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye or the pride of life, that we can actually come back to see how have we aligned our life? Is it that we were disobedient? Or maybe it was that we were obedient, but we weren't willing to humble ourselves in the obedience. So maybe we decided that we would go and do something, even though we were being obedient, maybe we wouldn't humble ourselves. Maybe we would do something part of the way instead of fully all the way. Okay, or maybe it's that we were obedient, we followed the instruction originally, we were obedient, and we were humble, but we don't really know how to honor and respect. Maybe we never learned that because it's not a part of our culture. I know for me growing up, especially as a female, uh, African-American female in the United States of America, Um, definitely did not have any respect for pretty much anyone with a title. (laughs) Uh, Whether that meant father or grandfather or uncle or whoever, pastor, whoever. Like literally, I would not honor based off of a title And I kind of still, you know, have to check out the character of the individual. But I am learning a lot more about honor and respect than what I did know about in the past. But growing up in this kind of an environment never allowed me to understand and accept or receive honor. Because that's the environment. That, That was the culture of what I was raised in. And that can be so detrimental because what we fail to realize is without honor, without the proper power and authority, without the proper honor and respect, there's only so far that we can go in life. There's only so far that we can go. So when we begin to honor and respect, we will begin to see our life change. My first experience with this was where God had me basically passed out on the floor, honoring my my father and my mother. And it started with my mom, and I had to go back and realize that I didn't know what honor really was. And I asked God to show me, and he started showing me, and I realized I had been totally disrespectful as a daughter and totally disrespectful to my father, totally disrespectful to even my grandparents, uncles, aunts, you know, people that deserve honor. 
And let me just say that a lot of us are not completely aware. So I'm going to do another podcast on honor (laughs) because a lot of us are not completely aware of what honor entails. I know that many of us think that to honor somebody, either they have to have money (laughs) or they have to have treated you well. They have to have maybe even good credit. Um, Maybe they would have to uh, be someone who has done something great in life or in their community. Those aren't necessarily the requirements or attributes of honor. Those are things that come along with honor, but not necessarily honor itself. So those were things that, you know, like I said, I had to learn. So hopefully this is very helpful to you guys and just try to stay out of the way of being offended so that you're not led into temptation, but delivered from evil. Because what we don't seem to realize is that when we're led into these offenses, it takes us into temptation of one of those three, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life. And it causes us to fall out of alignment in our life. So we can't really go to the next level. We cannot be elevated. We cannot really grow because it's like we're stuck. We're stuck in the unforgiveness. We're stuck in the offense. We're stuck being tempted over and over again, doing things that we really don't want to do. Sometimes doing things that we hate, but it's like we can't stop. So when you are tempted, when you are offended, go ahead and nip it in the butt. Go ahead and nip it in the butt right then. Don't wait. Don't be led into temptation, but be delivered from evil. Because inside of that temptation, after you are offended and the temptation comes, because it's going to come, then it takes you to a place of just doing wrong. That's what evil means. It's not righteousness. It's wrongness. (laughs) Yeah, I just made that word up. Um, But yes, it is wrong. So... Y'all definitely keep your eyes open, keep your ears open to the word of God, and you'll be all right in business, in life, relationships, in work, school, your health, and your finances, as well as your spirit. Have a blessed one.